Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Podcast land and welcome to another sports sports podcast. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is Phil Ranta, the sports outsider. I feel like something's missing. No Joel. No Joel. It's only it's the sports 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 podcast, but I only heard two sports. Oh, gee, we sports sports podcast. That, oh, that would be ridiculous. That's no podcast I'd want to listen oh, to. Oh, the SEO would be far worse. <laughs> One less sports for people who are searching sports podcasts. They want to hear sports, sports, sports. Right, but this time it's the Jordan and Phil show. Yeah, this will be exciting. Yeah, it's like uh, you're the sports expert and I'm the sports outsider. It's a very simple dynamic. It's a better balance. We've cut out the middleman. Yeah. The fat is gone. There we go, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's never going to listen to this anyways. Oh, uh, because he's fat. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right yeah. and okay. All right. Uh, Phil, you see any games this week? No, I didn't. Well, actually, no. I'll, I'll put an addendum to this. This is 4th of July week was last week. Right. I uh, went back to Michigan with the family. Right, Granville. Yeah, Granville. Every single one of them watched sports all day. Probably a lot of baseball, right? A lot of baseball. You know what? Uh, so the sports were on in the background the entire time. Me and my three-year-old niece uh, ignored it. You played iPad, didn't you? Yeah, played iPad. We played... Uh, uh, we built a princess castle. She's very into Disney princesses now. Okay. And then uh, we lived inside the castle. It was made out of cushions. The cat. It, it, oh, oh! It was. This was not an iPad game. No, no. This was real game. Okay. Well, that's oh, that's awesome. This is old a- school fort building. That's actually pretty fucking. Rad. Fortin with Phil. <laughs> Fort. Look it up on YouTube. Did you really post it on YouTube? No. Oh. And are you still doing your your playing the Tecmo uh, Tecmo Super Bowl? I am. It's week three is already posted. Uh, the Detroit Lions were two and zero going into this game, um, and this time, oh, there's a special guest. Oh, really? Yeah, with me on the podcast. I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody, but it's a dead wrestler who used to be uh, the spokesman for Slim Jims. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage guested with me. Oh my gosh, I've not I've not watched that one yet, but I must say the other ones I listened to, I was a little skeptical that you could sustain commentary the entire game. Right. But you did an amazing job. There's with a it. lot of times where I'm just rambling. We're just like, all right, this guy all right, now I got a sack and then But yeah, I did it. <laughs> I'm proud of me. But you did not when you're back in Michigan and it's beautiful in Michigan in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You did not absorb any baseball by osmosis. This is the baseball that I absorbed. Okay. Still boring. Oh, that's what I absorbed. I could not disagree more. Phil. I know you couldn't because you're wrong. Baseball's so boring. Well, right now we're going to start a new segment. Okay. It's called only baseball. That sounds like only boring. That's the green of the grass, the softness of a well-worn glove, the smile of a child eating popcorn. At All the right. Game. I'm going to stop you right there. This is only baseball. Well, we're we're already like uh, twenty minutes into this new segment. First of all, no sponsor. Weird. That was coming so, up. I was gonna go. It's only baseball. That was the intro. Yeah. Oh, I thought the segment was almost done. Don't all you right. ever watch any uh, Ken Burns documentaries? They go. There's a really long intro on PBS. This is kind of like that. Yeah. So, Volume One, National League Origins, the Senior Circuit is born. Brought to you by Socks. 
Me gusta socks. Founded on a cold Groundhog's Day in our country's centennial year, February 2nd, 1876, the National League had eight charter members. Well, I'm going to stop you right there already. What's what? Are we going to go through the whole history of baseball? Well, yeah, well, no, this is, well, no, whoa, we don't or have we that intro- much time. I Phil. thought that you were just talking about current baseball news. Oh, no, 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 this is, this is, we're, we're taking it way back. This is the origins of the National League, the senior circuit. That's what right. they called it. It's the older of the two leagues. All right. Yeah. I, I'm not a baseball fan. Maybe people are enjoying this. You had the Chicago White Stockings. You had the Philadelphia Athletics. Wait a second. This is brought to you by Sox and it's the White Stockings? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot, of, a lot of, you'll notice there's a lot of synergy here because a lot of early team names were named after the clothes they wore. You had the Boston Red Stockings. Okay. The Hartford Dark Blues. Mutual of New York. The St. Louis Brown Stockings. One of these things is not like the other. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> what? One of them is a bank, and the rest of them are clothing. I think that was the name of the team. They were actually expelled after the 1876 season. Good. <laughs> the Cincinnati Red Stockings. So we got two Red Stockings teams. Red Sox, very popular at the time. What? And the Louisville Grays. The new league's authority was tested after the very first season. The athletic and mutual clubs fell behind in the standings and refused to make Western road trips late in the season, preferring to play games against local non-league competition Whoa, to recoup stop, some of their stop, losses. Stop, stop, stop. What? So what you're saying is that these are professional teams and they didn't feel like traveling, so they got to play like JV squads? <laughs> Pretty much. That's kind of what this is the very first professional this sport in America. You're romanticizing something that does not deserve to be romanticized. The pastoral nature of the game out in the farm field. This is more like the pastoral nature of the game. All right, well, we, we don't have that much time to do it. Maybe, maybe I can just get, get a little more. All right, get into the meat of it. Commissioner Holbert reacted to the club's defiance by expelling them, an act which not only shocked baseball followers as New York and Philadelphia were the two most populous cities in the league, but made clear to clubs that league schedule commitments, a, scor- a cornerstone of competitive integrity, were not to be ignored. <laughs> this is a story about... Th- <laughs> Two teams that were formed in a professional league and didn't feel like traveling and were therefore kicked out? Yes, yes. This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't like this segment. Actually, how many How many of these segments are we going to do? Well, I figure, I mean, this could take over for the Tecmo Bowl update watch nope. update. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I feel no, like no. we can do it maybe. Uh, I mean, this is just volume one. I feel like I'm going to do American League. I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, other early night, like the no, first World no Series. No offense, but this makes me yearn for the days of Joel telling stories. Fine. Well, what do we got in the show today? Uh, oh, geez. Let's see. Uh, we got um, Tubby Tom Travers, the belly putter, right, the golfer. The, the largest golfer on the PGA Tour. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be back with some summertime grilling tips. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, he'd be the guy to ask about grilling tips. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a large fella who belly putts. I feel like he's a foodie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is that what we're going to call fat people now? <laughs> I'm not fat. I'm a foodie. Well, I mean, they're already doing it. Yeah. I feel like that's already pretty much become nomenclature for like, you know, I'm I'm not satisfied with my weight right now. Right. So I'm going to deflect any attention by that by saying I'm a foodie. And it's like, mm-mm-mm, butter doesn't count. Like, I know you like food, but just the fact that, you know, you put butter on everything. And right. A fat sack does foodie, not make you a foodie. Foodie is only one vowel change from a misspelling of fatty. <laughs> and that's the line I'm going to use right now in a tweet eventually. Uh. And then, yeah, we've got, uh, hey, Phil, do we have words for you? Goddamn right we do. <laughs> oh, you're great at introing that now. Yeah. You're getting better. Getting better. Last week, you were tripped up a bit. Little trippy. And, of course, we have news, news, news. Oh, yeah, we do have that. Let's get to it. 
News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan and Phil. You're really terrible at that. I cannot do a typewriter. Yeah. That's probably the best thing that Joel does on this podcast. That is the only thing Joel does of value on this podcast. Is the typewriter sound effect. Yeah, he's very good at it. Speaking of which, we should utilize that more. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> Make them really feel like part of the podcast. Right, someday. You know, like in Little League, in the ninth inning, they put the bad kids out in right field. Yeah. Yeah. We should let Joel do the typewriter throughout the entire podcast. <laughs> and now it's time like, for oh, another weird helping. sport. <laughs> Good uh, job, Joel. Good job, Good job. Bro. You're doing it. Just shut off his microphone for that part. Hey, it's your turn to bat. The game's over. Yeah. Don't tell him. <laughs> news, news, news. All right. EA Sports removes Aaron Hernandez from video games. It's in the game. Subheadline, Grand Theft Auto creates Aaron Hernandez Easter egg. What? Alternate subheadline, EA Sports says Aaron Hernandez not in the game. What? So wait, EA Sports is the worst company to work for in America, right? Are they? I think it got voted two years in a row as the oh, worst company in America to work for. I think I read that on a Yahoo top ten list. Yeah, so Aaron Hernandez doesn't need them. <laughs> it would be terrible to be in that game. Well, you know, he's been picked up on a murder charge. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a racial thing. <laughs> Uh, no, no, he's been picked up on a murder charge. And, yeah. And the latest about the murder charge is prosecutors are trying to prove that the reason he killed that guy is because yeah. that guy found out that he'd actually previously killed two other guys, and we're starting to talk to people about it. That Aaron, he's like Dexter <laughs> from the Showtime original series, Dexter. Yeah, but doesn't isn't Dexter a serial killer who only kills serial killers? Like, that's the thing? Yeah, no, he's a serial killer who kills bad people. Oh. It don't, they're not necessarily serial killers. They're bad people. I mean, I don't see how that's any different than Jack the Ripper who's killing whores. Uh, whores aren't bad people. They're just trying to make a buck. <laughs> They're the working only way girls. they know how, yeah. That's true. They it's call them working girls, not lazy girls. It's true. If it was, frankly, I think that like a Paris Hilton or a Kim Kardashian is the worst kind of prostitute. Right. Yeah. When I think of lazy girl, I think of Joel. Yeah. I think of Chris Humphreys' ex-wife. <laughs> that's right. She is yeah. a lazy girl. He does not care for her. Who wore it better, her or Shamu? Ha-ha! <laughs> yes! You love that joke. That's stolen from a Yahoo thing, too. Oh, still yeah. good. EA Sports, it's in the game. It's in the game. Has removed Aaron Hernandez from Madden NFL 25 and NCAA Football 2014. Well, I didn't know that EA Sports had two football games. Yeah, they have a, a college football game and an NFL game. Wait, why would Aaron Hernandez be in both? Because he played college, and the thing is now with new editions of college football games, you can like unlock classic players. Ah, uh, I right? see. We're getting there. NFL okay. teams were alerted uh, that no contract would be approved prior to the resolution of charges, as the NFL uh, would need to investigate possible league punishment for his actions, which I assume would be some sort of suspension. Of course, the NFL doesn't have the death penalty at its disposal. No matter what that clash action lawsuit of former players with head trauma related illnesses say. Bam, that was a mouthful. That was not a, it wasn't worth it for you the know, joke. You know what's crazy about those that uh if the the dude's going to prison, right? I assume. Well, going he's going to have a, he's he's guilty in the court of public opinion. Yeah. I don't have to be I don't have to pretend to be unbiased. I'm right. not a jury. Sure. I'm in the public. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Yeah. But uh, if they give him, like, a league suspension, he's going to be in prison anyways. What are they going to do, bust him out for the games? Well, the NFL was just saying they had to alert teams. They were going to say, well, even if he, be if he beats this rap. Yeah. They're still so, going to boot him out? They're, basically, they're still saying he's not eligible to be signed for a contract. Oh, I thought this was America. 
guilty until proven innocent. Well, you know, you do have to check a thing No, on innocent until form. innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, but you're you guilty do have to check proven. something on hiring forms to say if you're a felon or not. Yeah, but you're not a felon if you get away with it, right? Or I mean if you're cleared of all charges. Yeah, no, that's true. That's As true. I said, get away with it because OJ did it. He did. He did. He, he totally did. killed that woman. Uh, of course, not everything is and going. Man. He also killed uh, Mark, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, Nicole Brown Simpson and Mark Goldberg. Gold Ron Goldberg. Ron Goldberg. There Ronald Ronald J Goldberg, attorney at law. Of course, not everything's going off without a hitch because EA Sports. It's in the game. NCAA football 2014 was finalized prior to this decision. You can still get a card of Hernandez as a Nike Skills Trainer Reward for achievement. Oh no! But don't judge until you've heard the achievement. Okay. Okay, actually, you can judge the achievements. Homicide. Oh, then I will judge. In the game, you get no. Actually, uncalled for. But he's not in the game; just on the card. So if you get that, if you unlock that, you'll actually get uh, former Utah quarterback Alex Smith instead. That's weird. Well, they had so you unlock the game. You unlock the Aaron Hernandez card, then they just throw somebody in. Yes, that's not Aaron Hernandez. That's not a murderer. Um, Why didn't they just reskin the card? It seems like easy programming. I I don't like put a different picture on there. Idiots. Um, anyway, so uh, basically it was finalized prior to our decision. Hernandez's image still appears in the Nike skills trainer. However, he is not in the game, and anyone who locks that will receive an Alex Smith ultimate team player instead. The image of Hernandez will be removed via a title update in the near future. Uh, if I was the Alex Smith, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, that is. Like, like, they, you get a murderer's card, <laughs> and then I'm the one that you get? Who? And he seems like a really nice guy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Seattle Seahawks fans to challenge Guinness World Record for stadium noise. Uh, Subheadline: Suck it, Portland. Did Portland have that previously? No, I think I think uh, Washingtonians have a have a thing with Oregonians. Really? I'm not pronouncing either of those correctly. Oregonians, origami, or origami. Yeah, they're just called origamis. And Washingtons are they're washing. Very, they're towns. very pale, and they and they they paper in the wind. Right, and they all live in Portland, and they hang out with Fred Armisen. Oh, I love that Fred Armisen. Ah, what a joker. Thank God he's retiring. Okay, so this ESPN article starts out, CenturyLink Field is considered one of the most intimidating stadiums in the NFL, partly because it is so noisy. And rainy and gray. But a fan group wants the Seattle Seahawks home to be the loudest stadium on earth. So just like one fan that's like, this is what we're going to do, boys. Well, it's several fans. They're called they're called Volume 12. Oh, God. It's the, it's the group of fans. Not affiliated with the team. The oh, I can imagine because they're probably like, Sh- we're trying to play the game. They're trying to break. Uh, apparently, they're in context with Guinness for real. And, and the record is loudest crowd roar on record at a sports stadium. Okay. They measure that in decibels, I imagine. Yes, in decibels. Cur- the current record is 131.76 set March 2011 during a soccer match at Ali Sami. Yen Sports Complex, Turk Telecom Arena in Istanbul, Turkey. Fans of Turkey's Galatasaray SK Club were given three chances to set the record and hit it on the third try. Wow. You know, for dramatic flair. Right. That's some AMC-level storytelling right yeah, there. Yeah, that's Mad Men Season 7 when they <laughs> run out of ideas again. Way to go, Galatasaray's SK Club fans. I think you're pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go so far as to say that they're not <laughs> called the Galatasaray. <laughs> trying to do it phonetically. No, it's good. I feel like phonetically and slow it is better than mispronounced and fast. You are right, Jordan. 
That's what you sound like to Turkish that's, people. That's how they treat me. The yeah. Seattle Seahawks uh, uh, say the famed 12th man. That's what the crowd is called at the Seattle Seahawks. The 12th oh. man. Who's the 11th man? Oh, there's 11. There's 11 players on the field. Okay, that makes or sense. Or 11 on each team. Should be 10. It's a rounder number. I don't disagree. Yep. Um, has been measured at 112 decibels, louder than a power saw. Wow. Or rock concert. Whoa. But not much more quiet than a Boeing 747. Really? That's that's uh, that's verbatim you from the article. You could go deaf at a rock concert. You can. Wow. Or holding a power saw closely. Right, which I do every night. Just to, it's the only just thing. Just to feel power in my hands. It's the only thing that gets me out of bed in the morning is the thought of holding that power saw at night. Ooh, love it. Uh, no, but, but I have a buddy from Seattle, and he said the reason why uh, they're the loudest is because it's a bunch of middle managers oh, wearing yeah. Oxford shirts and khakis who basically go there and are like, it is time I let loose! <laughs> like, that's their, like, their, their version of hate fucking? Yeah, well, this is their fight club. Oh, I see. You know, this is like, I'm a man! I'm gonna be very loud because I have a dick! It's Sunday! Tomorrow's for work! Sunday's for football! Yeah. You know? And so, like, they, you know, they don't wear khakis, obviously. Sure. On Sunday. They probably paint their fat bellies. Probably. Prob- yeah. <laughs> they got oh. fat bellies, they paint it with Seahawks. Presumably, yeah. Yep. Like a Seahawk thing there. Seahawk belly. Penn State to play Central Florida in Dublin in 2014. America's roller coast. That's right. Croke Park in du- Dublin will host Penn State in Central Florida. Uh, Penn State basically gets to have a bowl game despite sanctions that say they don't get a bowl game. So they don't get a bowl game for four years because of Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, America's roller coast. Um, but they're trying to, get, trying to weigh around it by saying, okay, first game of the season, we're going to go to Dublin to play Central Florida. That feels like a bowl game. Yeah, it's a little bit of a cheat. A little oh. bit of a cheat. Um, and uh, University of Central Florida gets to be on TV. Wow, so you see Penn State gets a pseudo bowl game. UCF gets to be on TV. And they're going to Dublin? Yeah, they're going to Dublin. So the pronounced Dublin. But nobody knows American football in Dublin, right? Yeah, and be like, hey, what's this then? The throwing around the rugby ball. I don't understand that. Yes, okay. but a lot of fans will travel. Uh, and apparently last year, Notre Dame played Navy there, and there's a big economic impact, which Ireland really needs. Yes, they're, they're having a left. potato famine, That right? place is like Detroit the country. What? Uh, that's a little harsh. But, like, for instance, apparently I had a friend that just went there. Has, it's an island of uh, 3 million people, okay? Mm-hmm. England has 60 million. So well, there you go. Ireland used to have more people. They all left. Oh, that's sad. They came here and went into politics and running the police unions. There we go. Um Oh, what's going on there then? That's what they all say when they go spinning around their little uh, clubs. They also don't say the F word correctly. They say feck. What the feckin? Feckin? Yep. I love it. Joining us in the studio now is uh, the largest golfer on the PGA Tour, winner of the Eastern Open, Tubby Tom Travers. I'm actually losing weight. Oh, you are, Tom. I'm losing weight. Uh, Tom, it's great to have you on the show. This is the second time we had you. We first had you on to talk about the belly putter. Yeah, I can't can't putt with the belly putter anymore. Right, no, I understand that. There's something that's an unfair advantage, so instead of focusing on the golf, I'm focusing on... My summertime grilling tips for all these men and women. All right, well, this is great because you look like a guy who enjoys food. You look like a guy who knows your Uh, way around a grill. Yep, I hope I don't lose too much weight on the current diet that I'm on. Why, why do you not want to, are you, I mean, there's no Right now class. I'm on a diet called the, the Walk Into the Sports 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 Podcast Studio Diet. 
Okay. And what? what I meant? walk here and I lose about forty-seven pounds. I don't. That's that's not. Possible. It's all in sweat and bacon fat. <laughs> it just pours out of my forehead. You do look incredibly sweaty. Can I get oh, you like God. a napkin or something? Take a lick of my forehead. It's pure bacon. I'm not going to lick your forehead, but thank thank you. The summertime is made for grilling. And boy, is it going to be a good grilling season! Right? Wow, it's been hot in Los Angeles lately. It's very, it's very hot. Now, what, what can you tell us about? Stra- a lot of people like I just, I just got a grill for my birthday. This, you got a gr- happy birthday, happy belated birthday. Th- thank you very much, Tom. So, how, how can I grill? What are the best ways to get the most out of my grilling grill? with charcoal gives you the best flavor? Right? I'm sorry, you said charcoal. Grilling with charcoal gives you the best flavor, but gives you the best flavor for your mouth and tongue to taste. But it takes forever, so don't let your guests go hungry. You have to buy chicken McNuggets to snack on while you get your coals going flaming hot. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I know it takes. You yeah, have a glass of water. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you. you. There you go, right there. I'm sorry. I thought I would have caught my breath right now, but I've ever caught my breath. Not, not sure what you just said. Eat um, your chicken McNuggets while you're waiting for the coals to get hot. Well, that's a great. That's a great tip. I know a lot of people show up at barbecues. If the host is unprepared, they go hungry because they're waiting for everything. To it's get not started. that you're unprepared. It's charcoal literally takes forever. It never gets done. At least I haven't. <laughs> By the time the controls are charcoals are done, people have already eaten the raw meat. That's not true. People who would eat the raw? meat? I've already eaten the raw meat. So get them chicken McNuggets for me to snack on, so that there's no meat left when the charcoal is done. All right. Well, maybe. But okay. Maybe. Maybe you could tell me uh, something. Maybe about preparing the meat. It gets very hot by the grill, Jordan. Well, yeah. Because grills are made to be hot. That's how you're able to cook all of the bratwurst and bacon wrap bacon dogs. And that's why you have to make sure that you're hydrating with the soda. You have to drink three 12 ounce soda cans of Coke per hour that you drink in the sun. I don't think I think maybe people should be drinking like water instead. You make an excellent point. I only said twelve ounce cans of Coke. You drink the other three cans of Mountain Dew, so that you make sure that you have the caffeine to open up the next Coke bottle. All right, I feel like we're we're getting a little. Make sure that you stay hydrated, or you might just pass out and land face first on the grill, and all of your friends will scream and laugh and have fun. I don't think they would have very much fun, Tom. Man, these coals are taking forever. Buy extra McNuggets. Be prepared. <laughs> okay, right. Be okay. prepared with some extra McNuggets. But maybe, if, is there something that we could maybe do? How about like a side dish? Corn on the cob goes great as a side of your barbecue, but not everybody likes vegetables. So make sure to pick up some tortilla chips because there's also corn in tortilla chips, so you can look it up. Are you, are you, are you okay, Tom? You're very red I'm right very, now. I, my face feels like it's on fire. And it could be hot enough to cook this bacon dog that's currently on my forehead. Perhaps you didn't notice because it's under a flap. <laughs> I did not. I did not. This is an odd, this odd fat flap on your forehead there, Tom. Tortilla chips are a great replacement for corn on the cob, but man, those chips are salty. Right. They're very- so you got to remember to drink plenty of Coca-Cola Classic when you're eating salty chips, at least three cans, 12-ounce cans every hour. And make sure in between those cans so you have the power to open up the cans you drink. Plenty of Mountain Dew. Well, may- maybe you could tell us about some uh, dips you could do. Barbecue chips, chips have some great flavor. <laughs> well, yes, they do. Uh, it's got the same flavor as a barbecue. And then you don't have to wait for the charcoal to heat up. You don't need to cook the chips. I recommend eating three bags of barbecue chips per hour to give you enough energy to open up those pesky Mountain Dew bottles. 
Man, it's hot in this studio. I know you need it. You you get. I feel <sighs> like you come here and you're out of breath and you never really get fully up no. to speed when you're here. No, I'm catching my breath. No, it's just there's so many doors going into the there's studio. Two sets of doors. Two sets of doors going in before. Before I walked in, I was like, "Man, I feel great. I'm ready to deliver a lot of interesting tips." But I get out of work. Are you Are you all right, buddy? Tom. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Are you here? <laughs> Don't, no, not on that. <laughs> Kool Aid also has corn in it. It's corn what? syrup. That's not corn the same. syrup. No, that's not the same. It's got all the same nutrients as corn. It's very, very refreshing. I don't think that's true at all, Tom. It's very true. They wouldn't call it corn syrup. It was comprised mainly of corn. Look it up. It's a documentary called Food Inc. It's the best, uh, uh, most appetizing show I've seen in a while. All right, I, I, but can we get to the grilling? I feel like Absolutely. we danced around that a bit. And Speaking and, of grilling, grab some cornstarch and sugar and add to the Kool-Aid to thicken it up a little bit. Because it also makes a great sipping sauce for chicken McNuggets if you don't add water. What? It's like sweet and sour sauce, except for all that sour. It's just sweet. You don't add water. It just creates a pasty... Uh, Kool-Aid, uh, mesh. You dip it in the chips inside of it. A perfect refreshment when you're waiting for your charcoals to get done. That sounds awful. To give you lots of energy to eat the corn chips. To give you energy for your Mountain Dew opening to have to freshen up that Coca-Cola classic. Oh, do you have any ice? Yeah, oh yeah, my god, do you have any ice? It yeah, just hit me like me, a bucket here, of grapes. There you go. Hey, ah, have some ice. There you have go. Some I got ice. some ice on my forehead. That melted immediately. Yeah, it did. Here, my forehead is uh, Here's a glass 140 degrees cool. Just don't put it near that because that, that's expensive. The best hamburger meat is the least expensive. So make sure to buy 60-40 ground beef. It's savings for your wall and great taste for your wall. Well, see, that's a good, that's a good barbecue tip, I it's guess. It's a good I'd... barbecue tip because you want to make sure there's plenty of fat on it. And don't let it fall into the coals. Make sure to have a tray underneath. It's a great dipping for your chicken McNuggets. <laughs> oh, Tom, please. Not, 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 oh, God, what did I just cough up? That, that's, I, that's oh, what did I just cough gooey. up? It looks, like it looks like it might have been alive about an hour ago. Make sure to cool down with some ice cream. There's a variety of flavors available at your local grocery store. I like Moose Tracks because it's like having candy ice cream. <laughs> Tom, Tom, I, again, you don't I want your like, ice cream to get in the way of all your candy eating, so make sure to put candy in your ice cream with delicious little snacks or ice cream. Make sure you get your sorted out. <laughs> Tom, oh, so think, I'm getting more out of breath. I think we should probably wrap this up, Tom. You, yeah. you look like you're really, really, really pressing. Yeah, i my face is purple. I can feel color. I don't. I Here's, I got a final tip for you. Throw some ice cream sandwiches on your moose tracks ice cream for a cool treat. <laughs> Lord knows you're going to get sweaty eating all that ice cream. So make sure to put some ice cream sandwiches in there. Give you some energy for tea and chips, Mountain Dew Kool-Aid, Blood Coke. Can I lie down? Yeah, please, Tom. Ha- all have, right. Just have a seat. Not, no, not, not over there. All right, you're I'm going to sit right wet. here. That, that, that's not supposed to be wet. Oh, can, is this no, couch cashmere? No, it's, it's oh. Please just don't. Okay. Not anymore. All right, I, I apologize that we didn't really get to the grilling tips. Uh, you have any Mountain Dew? I do, we do have some Mountain Dew. I can uh, get that for you. Just... Pour it in my face. Uh, we, we will try to get you maybe grilling tips on next week's podcast. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. Ice cream sandwiches. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. 
I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Weird Sports. What do we got? This week's Weird Sport, Mutton Busting. Mutton Busting? Yep. Mutton Busting. This have to do with sheep. Uh, it does have to do with sheep. It's mutton busting. Hi, Jordan. Let's go mutton bust. That sounds all right to me. All right. We're these characters now. <laughs> uh, mutton busting is an event held at rodeos. Uh, it's similar to bull riding. Of course it is. It's similar to bull riding or bronc riding. Riding. But it's where children uh, ride or race sheep. Oh, that's really cute. So those little kids... Instead of being on a big old scary bull, they're on a nice old woolly sheep. <laughs> An older sheep, because that's mutton, right? Yeah. It like, comes from old sheep. I guess so, because See, the rest is veal. These aren't even... Or veal parmesan. No, no, that's veal is our, our baby cows. Ah, with uh, the young uh, ones are goats. It's goat. Or lambs. They are lambs, Phil. Lamb, lamb was the correct answer. Uh, Sherry Lewis and lamb chop made me hungry to eat that puppet. Charlie horse. Yes. All right, the description in the event a sheep is held still, either in a small shoot, kind of like little bull shoots, but a little tiny shoot. <laughs> oh, it's a little tiny shoot from Mutton Bustin'. Or by an adult handler. Always make sure you have an adult present. Kids should not be mutton busting on their own. No, it would be like uh, kids reenacting jackass. I know, they see and they see mutton busting on TV and think, oh, I think I can just do this right. on my own. Uh, I'm watching this on the Gilmore Girls. I can do it without an adult. <laughs> not true. Not true. Uh, the child is placed on top of the sheep in riding position. Once the child is seated atop the sheep, the so, sheep is... Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Phil. Sure, just, just cut just me off mid-sentence. I'm going to pull, pull a Joel here. All right. The children do not get on the If you're going to pull a Joel, you need to be fatter. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that was mean. <laughs> that was really gratuitous. Yeah, it was. Um, in terms of sitting on it, the child does not sit on it itself. It has to be helped on by an adult? Yeah. Okay. Why? You think the child just jump on up? I'm starting to think maybe this event, uh, two young children are involved in this event. If you can't get on the sheep, maybe you shouldn't be playing Mutton Bustin'. I encourage you to YouTube it when you're done listening to this because Mutton Bustin' is for the wee youngins. Is it really fucking cute? Really cute. It's really cute. Um, So they're seen on top of the sheep. The sheep is released and usually starts to run in an attempt to get the child off. The sheep's like, get the child off me. It's uncomfortable. It's not enjoying having a child on its back. So it's running. The kid's hugging the sheep, holding on to its little woolly parts, trying not to fall off. Uh, Often small prizes or ribbons are given out to the children who can stay on the longest. There are no set rules for mutton busting, no national organization, and most events are organized at the local level. So this is really just like the fifth quarter in basketball. I don't know what that is, but I'll say yes. Like in junior high, they have the fifth quarter in basketball where all the scrubs can play, but it's meaningless because the game's over. Do they do that? That's so embarrassing. Yeah, they have that like in junior high. The junior uh, high I level at least. That. I don't know. I don't Probably not the high school level, but so this is just something. Get out just, there, losers. <laughs> do some dunks. <laughs> oh, I'm a loser. Mr. Freaking slam dunk. Uh, I'm a seven foot tall loser who's still on the junior high JV squad. 
The vast majority of children participating in the event fall off in less than eight seconds. Losers. Are they wearing helmets? Are they wearing any protective gear? You know, the ones that I saw were wearing full head helmets. That's good. That's good. Um, But still, they fall off so quick. It's a sheep. It's not bucking you. Why can't they stay on? What's their deal? Because the sheep run quickly and erratically. They don't run in a straight line. They they juke. Are the <laughs> are, do the children know that they're participating in this event? Yeah, like they know they they. I mean, they. I hope they have a grasp of what inertia is. Oh yeah, and, and how to stay on an object. Right. But no, no, it does not seem like because you know what? They're kids. They're weak. Their will is weak, and their muscles are weak. And I could punch one right in the face, and it wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> Probably That's how I cry. feel. Probably. Mom, shut up. Age, height, and weight restrictions on participate on participants generally prevent injuries to the sheep. Aw. What I don't like about that sentence is generally. Yeah. Which means generally. at some point there is a morbidly obese child killing a sheep. Or, the, or they just generally prevent the injuries. Sometimes a small child will still hurt the sheep. Like a sheep will still get a busted leg. Aww. That's why they call it mutton busting. Uh, and implements such as spurs are banned from use. In most cases, children are required to wear helmets, and parents are often asked to sign waivers to protect the rodeo from legal action in the event. Yeehaw! We're going to have some good old-fashioned legalized fun. Sign right here. We're cowboys with lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm shooting blanks because bullets are dangerous. Pussies. The practice has been documented as having been introduced... To the National Western Stock Show, at least by the 1980s, when an event was sponsored by Nancy Stockdale Servey, who's a former rodeo queen. When I grow up, if I have a daughter, I want her to be a rodeo queen. It's good to see the rodeo, the former rodeo queens giving back to the rodeo like that. Right, right. It's so true. At that event, children ages 5 to 7 who weighed less than 55 pounds could apply, and ultimately seven contestants were selected to each ride a sheep for six seconds. There are no statistics about the popularity of the sport, but anecdotal reports suggest thousands of children participate in such events every year in the U.S. Sounds like if I was a kid (coughs) from an area that has frequent rodeos, I would be thrilled to ride a sheep. Oh, yeah, and you get the, the whole audience is there, and it's after the actual rodeo. They're all cheering you on like you're one of the big cowboys and you're a little five-year-old. And they're, they're, uh, they're doing what you do at kid events where it's like they suck, but you're still like, yeah, you're the greatest. Now, do they have uh, in the event that the child falls off and the sheep becomes dangerous, do they have a slower, more dim-witted child come out and be the rodeo clown? <laughs> the mutton-busting clown. The mutton-busting clown to distract the sheep over That's here. That's what happens to the kids. Over they're, too, they're too overweight to participate in the mutton-busting. They put clown makeup on them and be like, distract the sheep, fatty. Uh, um, supporters consider an event both entertaining and a way to introduce young children to the adult rodeo rough stock riding events of bull riding saddle bronc and bareback riding and may liken its rough and tumble nature to the way youth sports such as football are played it's like jv football you know? okay like five-year-old football have you ever watched any of that uh, it's worthless it's kids all they all chase the person with the ball and then it's they just, fall over it's just kids running into each other right. basically and not kids hard and then you, they cry after every play there's someone crying it's the worst i know right that's why i didn't play because i was too much of a man as a five-year-old 
I, 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 you know what I like about the rodeo thing is what? that they're getting them while they're young, though. Like you said, they're, you know, it's, it's about, it's about getting, getting them hooked on your product. When Ooh, they're that's young. the word of the day: indoctrination. <laughs> what nation do you live in? Indoctrination. Thanks, Obama. That comes to an end. Another. <laughs> we- Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports sports podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail.com. That's sports 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 podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports the number three podcast. That's at sports the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports 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 podcast, your little top bar thingy. Please like us while you're there. Come on, comment on the stuff. It's good to hear back from you. Hey, you can go and find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. While you're there, make sure to watch me play Tecmo Super Bowl as the 1991 Detroit Lions. Shameless promotion. Shameless. This whole section is shameless promotion. I guess so. Yeah, you can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, search for the sports, the number three space podcast. That's sports, the number three space podcast podcast while you're there please rate and review it really helps us out or you can find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com say phil now when when you came back in to do the weird sport did you you happen to notice where uh tubby tom travers went because he's no longer on the couch there's a large indentation on the couch and there's kind of a puddle in that area i was wondering if you were able to see him did you you see him when he was on his way out or oh tummy tubby tom travers yeah uh, yeah, I thought there was somebody delivered a whale to the house. I dragged it inside. Better than Joel's payoffs, usually. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.